Garage Talk Podcast is brought to you by Atomos Physics. Atomos is the leading expert in all things physics and radiation safety here in the Midwest. Atomos Physics is here for all of your radiation safety needs, and they provide services including x-ray machine testing, radiology, room design, material licensing, and protection programs. And if you're not in the Nebraska area, still reach out because Larry from Atomos works hard for his clients and will travel to the ends of the earth to support your needs. Go to atomosphysics.com and follow along on all social media platforms at Atomos Physics. Thanks. We're also sponsored by The Groom Room. There's no better feeling for dogs than to get a fresh, new, stylish haircut. And The Groom Room has been grooming dogs longer than the majority of us have been grooming ourselves. And they are the best plan Earth has to offer. Give them a call to set up a grooming appointment today for your best friend at 402-486-4486. And also, if you'd like to support the show, sign up on patreon.com slash garage talk and get access to behind the scenes content and all new live streaming for each podcast. That's right. We are live video streaming each podcast and you can jump in and join the show and chat with us while we do the show uh, there. So sign up if you want. Patreon.com slash garage talk. Thank you and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Garage. As always, my name is Tyler Werner. With me is Vince Wheatley. I'm back, bitches. Oh, that was unnecessary. And mm. Tim Vogler. Uh, yes, that is me. But I, I will also go by Reverend now. Reverend? Yeah. Why? I, I just got ordained. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Congratulations. To the power of the Universal Life Church. <laughs> Well, peace be upon you. Yes. Peace, well, peace be we, with we you. We have finally converted Tim yeah. to uh, our religion. I was literally just listening that, to a song by the Steel Drivers called uh, Praise the Lord, Pass the Weed. Uh, yeah. Uh, that that church is not a, it's not a cr strictly Christian thing. It's just like, it's not, and it's not even a real church, but you can, it's the online thing. You put in your name uh, and an email address and your regular mailing address and they verify that you're a real person and it's nope. like okay here you go nope you're converted there's you no have, there's really no your tax form yeah and your <laughs> and your voter registration do you, does this mean you don't have to pay taxes anymore it should because <laughs> he's a church now it's true. He, yeah. he, he can is, run he his, is a reverend you can start your own church now and then you don't have to pay taxes on anything yeah. Wasn't that the main goal of like the flying spaghetti monster god or whatever back in like 2009? What? Uh, what? The Church of the Flying Spaghetti or something like that. Somebody created some like ridiculous religion. Yeah. 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 Was that to avoid taxes? Uh, No, I think I know it, a lot it was of, just a parody of. And a, a lot of those churches, they, I mean, they do that to prove like, hey, maybe churches should pay taxes sort of thing, which yeah. I'm not totally against, but. Why? Nobody should pay taxes. That's my point of view. <laughs> like, we should all be trying to replicate what they're doing. We should all fend for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, is the what, good like is, what good has the government ever done for anybody? Okay, yeah. anyway, we're getting way off topic here. <laughs> uh, we welcome, don't even have a topic. What do you mean? Welcome into the garage. Um, if you're joining us on the live stream on YouTube, welcome. Um, if you're a person who has checked out the YouTube streams uh, that's posted after the fact that's not live... Bear with us. We are working on um, technical audio stuff and video. Obviously, uh, none of us here are audio engineers. We're all uh, very low-level IQ when it comes to doing this sort of thing, especially me. Uh, so each week is kind of a work in progress. I'm pretty sure. I'm very confident I have the audio fixed. 
I could be totally wrong. The issue is our audio that comes through our headphones is from our recording of the podcast, the YouTube stream. We got nothing in here, so it's just pretty much that we're shooting and going, and whatever pops up after we're done is kind of what pops up. So it's just a week, week by week, tweaking little things, but I think we're, we're getting closer to getting it. So uh, if you checked out the stream the last couple weeks and you didn't like it, just don't give up on us yet. We're getting there. Okay. So thank you uh, for your patience. Yeah, and not, a, not all of us have the the high budget of Grady's Nebraska Beer 30, but, you know. Yeah, that's the, true. The production We're very low. We're low budget here. Uh, but to prevent us being low budget, sign up on patreon.com slash garage talk. <laughs> help support the show. Get some new cameras. Get some new gear. Maybe hire somebody who actually knows what they're doing in here. Um, and we'll be good to go. Today, big episode, Dune review episode. Dune. Um, before we get into that, though, I just came off of a massive win against the Indianapolis Colts, right. and I do OT. I do need to say you did? something. Yeah, me you personally. Did. Right. I I personally willed us when Kevin Byard intercepted overtime. I said, "Get me that ball, Kevin." Byard. I'm not lying. I literally <laughs> said before the play, "I said, Kevin, get me the ball," and he went and intercepted it. Yeah. Um, I do want to say though, Tim, you've mm. been a a massive hater of Carson Wentz. You've slandered him multiple times on the podcast, uh-huh. and I just want to say I am all on board. I'm 100% <laughs> in agreement. I mean, this guy is awful. Here's what he does. He hands the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. He throws dump passes. Uh-huh. And every other time, it's a lob up into the air hoping to get a pass interference call. And that is it. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, Carson Wentz a that piece was... of shit. <laughs> I am all with you, that, Tim. That was their entire strategy against... Uh... San Francisco, I think. Is, and Tennessee. Think yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you called it. I'm uh, sorry for uh-huh. – um, I guess I, I, I never really disagreed with you. I was just curious on what your hatred was, but now I'm fully on board. <laughs> I completely get it, and I completely agree. Yeah. Disgusting well, I mean, football. He's, it's, de- it's definitely uh, not as bad to watch him this year as it was last couple of years. I it think, is, Fra- I think it, Frank Reich has kind of – Yeah, but when you're, the, when I'm like, him when you're facing him as the Titans were today, and he, he throws a 40-yard lob pass – but it's 10 yards underthrown. So the corners are chasing after the receiver, and the receivers stop and turn around, so our defensive backs run into them. Mm. A good pass, dipshit. Yeah. Let's play the actual game but here. It's was part of the was, game, was, right? Vic, was Vic raising his hand just now to say who's losing his job this year? No, it's called reset the... Yeah. Uh, I get it. Good joke. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's dive right into it. You, you already got a, a mirror. Ah, good Lord. You're gonna take it out. Oh, that's a, and now you're just, that's a terrible. It not, here's a here's a that, screen. Put it in front of that camera. Yeah, I'm just getting some huge glare here. Camera, get it right up in there. Now we're getting the glare from the TV. All right, Dune. This is the Dune review. This is a a a poster of the hardcover book. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to buy a movie poster, so we're gonna stick with that. <laughs> um, Dune Part One was released in theaters this past week. And uh, I went and saw it opening night. Vince and Tim went and saw it earlier this week. Uh, very good. Part one, I did. I did buy the book. Oh, man. Ooh, I did buy the book. went full out. Well, because the movie was filmed and the producers in the, the studio are absolute idiots. Mm-hmm. And they wanted the movie to prove itself before they financed the sequel. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So they literally made a part one going... Well, we better hope this hits <laughs> so we can get enough money yeah. to make a second one. The, uh, the the studio should have given them enough money to film both films back-to-back. Yeah. Um, that's a huge oversight. But it was yeah. greenlit this week. Dune Part 2 will be released in 2023, as long as there's not another COVID pandemic. <laughs> um, so that's exciting news. Um, but I didn't want to wait two years for the re- uh, resolution of the story, so I bought the book, and we'll be starting here shortly. Yeah. 
Nice. So um, that's that's the book. I, I, I we are. This is a movie review, not a book review. Uh, that was just kind of my my thoughts and opinions. So Dune was made mm-hmm. by Denny Villanueva, who is a probably one of my favorite directors in film. Mm-hmm. Currently, he's done things uh, Arrival, Enemy, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. You're constantly sucking on here. So. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you're new to the show, I, we talk about this. You're, you're, based, often. you're always double fisting it with between him and uh, Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. What if what if they teamed up? <laughs> oh man! And like co-directed a movie. Uh, you might have a heart attack. <laughs> it wouldn't work. It, it, it wouldn't work because those are, those are two alpha men trying to yeah. take charge of the film and the camera. <laughs> it, it probably wouldn't work. But if they could find a way. They yeah. give them oh a year to, you know, kind of become friends or something, maybe. So that way, yeah. I mean, if they if they start the collaboration process with the writing and they work together and stuff, and who knows, man, that something beautiful. That would be, be like probably the greatest movie ever made. It could be a, it could be a two hours of nonsense, and it'd still be the most emotionally impacting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Um. So yeah this this movie was. Um, they went all in, obviously, like I said, because they only had budget for one film. Even though this is a two, a two filmed story. Yeah, and I mean they got they threw money at all these. I mean they got uh, Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, David Bautista, mm-hmm. Zendaya, Jason Momoa, Javier Bardem. I mean the list goes on. I mean this is a star studded cast. Yeah, and uh, I think they all filled out the rules perfectly yeah they did great i, I was really yeah. impressed with just the, all the just the visuals too, the costume design everything about the the film like the sound so well. oh, <laughs> sound is great gave me freaking goosebumps i'm glad i went to see it in theaters with all the with yeah. all the like it made me jump a couple times like just the uh between the score and just the i, I don't know just the Sound effects, the sound effects, and just out to fill out the world, you know. Yeah. Before know. before we go any any further, uh, spoilers for the Dune movie and probably yeah. the book. I'd say we haven't read the book yet, but I'm assuming <laughs> what happened. <laughs> the I, main parts happened in the movie for the book. So, spoiler alert: if you have not seen Dune, go watch it right now, and then come back into this moment and yeah. we'll dive into it. Um, but yeah, this was this was an epic sci-fi in every sense of the word. I mean, mm-hmm. they. Uh, directing the acting the visuals the cinematography the music i mean hans zimmer did the music yeah, and it was it it matched perfectly kind of for the tone yeah. of the film um let's start let's start at, at, a, at a 10 10 or should we do five stars or 10 stars uh what's the, what's normal i don't know how to rate movies it, it kind of depends on it's been which, a while since we've done site. it's been a while since we've done a movie review so i don't even know what yeah. we do we do a percentage like on rotten tomatoes oh we could be yeah. so whatever percentage of the garage yeah. <laughs> decides that it was a pause so i'd, yeah. I'd probably say it's 100 percent uh garage tomatoes yeah. yeah on this film it's a it's definitely a must see that's for sure yeah. the yeah, best I've not seen dune yet mm-hmm. uh, either on hbo well, if you haven't I seen highly, it yet get off right now yeah i highly yeah. recommend going to yeah. the movie theater for it too it's worth it yeah. um i did i watched both i watched it in theaters and i watched it on my tv here yeah um, both great experiences mm-hmm. just because i have such a, and, a high quality studio set up here in the garage but i think i, I would i kind of wish i kind of wish that they had sort of a preface a more of a preface before like kind of like lord of the rings kind of tim was you. very confused oh yeah the, i was first, too the I, first I, I, 30 minutes are just complete and utter confusion yeah i ain't if gonna have, i ain't gonna lie man i was lost at the very start so, too, I was like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "What the fuck?" Are so they even? they're just like saying words, and I'm just like, "That's yeah. not a word." 
So That's I kind of don't know what a tradies means. Yeah. Or the what the what's a Benny Jesuit? Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's definitely it's definitely worth a rewatch. Yeah. Because yeah, by yeah, the time yeah. you're through the film, you kind of understand. You get who's yeah, right. you get the grasp. You get there, but it just it, it feels like it requires they, using your noggin. Did you just sure. call it a Benny Jesuit? Uh, I, yeah. You're a Benny. You Benny. What is it called? Benna. Benna. Benna Jesuit. Whatever. Oh man. Tomato. I think I think I heard. I think I heard. It said both ways. It depends on what yeah. part of the that galaxy you're yeah. on. That's, yeah. okay. it's, it's a different accent. Tyler, that's, that's my Jeez. that's my Arrakis accent. Yeah. Coming. <laughs> you say you say Arrakis like such a southerner. That's Arrakis. my Arrakis. Arrakis. That's my Arrakis accent. Um, yeah, there is there, there's a lot. So the best way I, I I was able to describe this movie to people who hadn't quite seen it, yet, this is this is Game of Thrones meets Star Wars meets the Bible. Like if those three, if those three <laughs> books came together and had a child, I guess Star Wars is a film. Whatever. There's books. There are books. There's novelizations. <laughs> so those, okay, those three stories came together and had a kid. It right. was Dune, and but, obviously, I mean, if you, you probably, if you saw going into this movie, you probably saw some things that were similar to you in the sci-fi genre. But you got to think, Dune was written in 1965. Like mm-hmm. this, this precluded, uh, not the Bible, but it did preclude mm-hmm. Star Wars and yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. How much, how much uh, of this of Dune did you think that? Uh, uh, George R. R. George, George Lucas. Oh, George. It's uh, kind of borrowed. He I definitely st- he definitely stole the sand sandworm and put it on a on an yeah, asteroid. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this this is. I mean, it's a classic sci-fi novel, and I I thought they. I mean, I'm assuming they interpreted it really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it yeah. it, it kind of dives you in. I mean, it, it, like you said, it is a little confusing at first because it throws you right into these. Um, it's kind of like family houses, kind of like in Game of Thrones. There's yeah. different yeah. families who control different planets, and they just, boop, and it, but that's how Game of Thrones does it too. I mean, you, right? You, first time you watch the first three episodes of season one of Game of Thrones, you're just like, who's who? You, what's yeah, going you're on? Trying to yeah. catch up uh, to what's happening in the actual universe. And honestly, I, I think they did a good job of it for being a movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because whereas Game of Thrones had a little bit more time to flesh right. out kind of the story and who's who, what's going on, this is a, a two and a half hour movie that had to. Put you right in the middle of it, and let's get it going. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did it masterfully because, like, I feel like I got a good gist of the world that Dune is set in. Right, mm-hmm. I got a, a a good idea of the different houses and everything like that. The uh, kind of what each house represents, despite only having you only really see what three houses really mm-hmm. in, yeah. in Dune. And apparently, and just like with Game of Thrones and the books. The uh, from what I know is the, the books go way more in depth on the different houses and kind yeah. of the more political side of things of what's going on. Right. But for obviously movie constraints, you can't quite dive into this. Uh, did you guys watch the 1985 film or whatever? <laughs> the the who who did that one? Um, was it, it? It wasn't Fincher. I don't. No. Uh, I'm pulling. I'm pulling crap, up right now. It's, I got uh, you. He does Blue Velvet and uh, 1985 the, or 19 David Lynch. David Lynch. Yeah, yeah. which is. Like yeah, known for Blue Velvet and nineteen eighty four. Uh, sorry, not the that one. Yep, David Lynch. Yeah, that one show that. Oh, what is that? Anyways, whatever. I don't know why I can't think of it. So right was now. was that? So have you guys seen that movie? No, I heard I, it was I've, awful. I've yeah, that's yeah. Did you? <laughs> I've, so only, you, I've seen clips of it because everybody's you know obviously comparing the two. 
so stuff. I, obviously, so. we I think we all kind of just went into this movie blind. Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw the trailer, but I didn't know anything about the story or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, same. And I think that's... I, I knew there was a sandworm. I, knew, I didn't we, know we, that. We did know that the worm's pretty popular. Um, but I mean, if you listen to all, like, the, the big movie podcasts and the big movie reviewers before it actually came out, they talked about, you know, this is an epic sci-fi. It's beautiful. It has all this stuff. But I don't think any of them hit, kind of talked about how how awesome the story was yeah and mm-hmm. the characters and the things that they were the political um kind of uh, conflict that they were going through yeah. i'm surprised that wasn't set up front maybe it was to kind of try to you know withhold spoilers or anything um but that was probably my favorite part of the movie i mean uh duke duke uh, atreides mm-hmm. he's virtually he's ned stark Right. <laughs> yes. Like they make you love 100%. him. They make yeah. you love him right off the. And Oscar, yeah. o- Oscar Isaac is one of my favorite performers. He's ever. phenomenal. And he's and yeah, just, he did. Even... He just exudes charm and sexiness and <laughs> badassery. I mean, he's everything I wanted in, in a Duke Leto. Uh, I'm, I'm probably pronouncing all his names. Atreides. He's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I wanted. And uh, yeah, when I, I saw him sneaking around the house at night, I got, I got, I got a real bad feeling. Oh, I was I like, know. oh, no, 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 don't do this to me. Yeah. I just fell in love with this guy. <laughs> and then the guy shoots him in the back. I just started to comprehend what's happening, and <laughs> yeah. I like this guy And now you're taking him from me. <laughs> yeah. Don't do this. Damn what, you, what Frank are, Herbert. What good are those shields anyways? That's what I want to know. It's, I think it's it's good for uh, – it probably explains in the book. but I, well, yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, similar, it's similar to like – Chain mail and plate yeah, armor, right? I mean, right. yeah. So it, it works. It works. It defends you from blunt force trauma, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, it seemed like the slower something went, the easier it was to penetrate to, the yeah. shield. So mm. the end. So obviously there was him, um, Jason Momoa and Josh Brolin. Those guys were badass. Yeah, yeah they were. <laughs> they were awesome. Yeah, yeah, they were. Josh Brolin really brought his Thanos voice to the party here. It was like it. It really seemed like he was. Just I don't know. Like I, I loved his performance, but it's Josh, just like, I, th- I like Josh Brolin a lot. No, I do. I'm just saying, like the the his gruffness, yeah, the, pop, the gruff voice, and everything that him and Stellan Skarsgård, I could listen to like talk all day. Just have they should do a podcast like, together in their that, Dune character voices. Yeah, the, the, well, Stellan Skarsgård is like that voice for that character was just. I mean that that the, the Harkin absolutely perfect. Perfect. What yeah. was his name? Ba- Fat Bar- Harkin or something? Baron. Ba- the Baron. Baron that's yeah. right. Vladimir Harkonnen. Yeah. Harkonnen. It, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård voice sounds like a didgeridoo being ground up in a, like a garbage disposal, but it's it's like I don't know what like, that means, Tim. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah. I really, I, I really liked the Baron's like character. Like, yeah. It, you know, he's ruthless. They yeah, him, it's ruthless, evil. and like you, you're kind of not scared of him at first. Right, but then all of a sudden he starts floating and shit, and you're just like, "What, yeah, the, what the fuck?" fuck? <laughs> you know, and like that, like yeah, that whatever implant he has on his spine starts glowing, and yeah. then he starts floating, and his and then David voice... Bautista bows to him. Yeah, like I, I hope, I hope uh, Bautista's character, the whatever beast or whatever he, I hope he gets more, gets a little bit more in part, gets two. more in part two. Like he was great. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it was just kind of just st- pretty yeah, straightforward. He, was, he didn't have a huge role in this. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously he, David Bautista is kind of a selling point when it comes to marketing. Right. Um, so that was kind of a surprise, but, uh, yeah, I guess we don't know the story, so I'm assuming yeah, he's gonna have a yeah. big part too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, is Josh Brolin dead? What? They didn't show it. Oh yeah, he's. I think his character's gone. Well, yeah, I, like, they alluded. Like the, 
It's like it's like we one don't of those know. Game of Thrones yeah, things. We, like, don't we, know. Know. we didn't see him die. Yeah, we, we didn't, didn't see him die. die. We don't know. There's a possibility. Oh, I thought he got. Now he went charging into the fight, and then we never saw it. Okay. Oh well, yeah, I guess maybe. And then fly, I mean, it's assuming they they like wiped out. They wiped House out the Yeah, so yeah. Much. I'm assuming so, but I you, you know we also didn't see Duncan die. So, Jason Momoa. No, we definitely saw him die. We didn't see him die. He was. He got the... stabbed like 50 times, dude. We know yeah. he's dead. Ain't no. I mean, he's badass. I don't think he survived that though. <laughs> We're jumping way ahead. Yeah, um, right. I do. I do like the first encounter they had with the worm. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. House of Traders, they're out there kind of scouting out, learning how they're collecting spice, kind of... Spice uh, Malone. Yeah, learning how uh, the, the world works and whatnot, and that worm comes. There's a there's a malfunction with the, the evacuation crew. Uh, that was one of the most suspenseful scenes that was I've seen in a movie a long time. That was very time. intense, that, yeah. That, the, the action in this is just like... Boy, it, <laughs> how nonchalant they were at first, right? Like, or before the... Uh, Everything kind of went to shit. Yeah, like they're, they're, all, we're just gonna drop in, grab it, get yeah, out. Yeah, they're like, the oh, there's by. a sandworm. Okay, we'll send out our uh, spotter crew or whatever. They'll the hot, watch the hot it. air balloon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, though the little the little tiny pod ship thing that like watches it as uh-huh. it goes mm-hmm. and kind of gives them like an ETA of like, oh, okay, let's get it all out and stuff. And, yep, the worm's gonna be there in two minutes. Yep, and they're like, <laughs> okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, like you know, thing shows up and they're like, all right, yeah, two minutes out. And they're like, all right, cool, perfect. And thing, and then all of it just goes to shit, and they're like, and then, and then that's yeah, what kind of when the music starts yeah. picking up, and then you're just like on the edge of your seat, like, oh. yeah, yeah and then, and, and then he starts having um, why am I blanking on Timothy Chamelay's character, Paul? Paul, yeah. So <laughs> Paul starts having having his hallucin- hallucin- uh, yeah. hallucinations, From and you're like, spice. God, get out, the, get yeah. out! And Josh Brolin goes out and saves him. It's just like, oh man, that was that was intense fun. I, I think probably the biggest comparison, I think. Uh, that I've seen of that recently was probably in Interstellar mm-hmm. when they're on the ocean planet with the big wave that's coming. You guys know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's all the docking sequence. Pretty. T- I haven't the movie. A movie hasn't been this intense for me since Interstellar. Is pretty much <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. No. The, yeah. This movie. They and like we said before, the, the music just set it all off. All the all the audio in this sh- film is Han, Hans Zimmer is. Yeah, top a, a master. I mean, he's yeah. up there with John Williams, I think, and mm-hmm. movie scores. Yeah, so good. And th- this one, I don't because he did Interstellar too, and I think Interstellar is a better soundtrack. But this one was just almost—it was so perfect for the film. Yeah, I think it just—it just matched every kudos. situation felt like perfectly. Yeah. Let's let's so, talk about Paul though a little bit because he's he's literally the main character. We can, yeah. yeah, can we can we? <laughs> Also, just quick little side note: how silly it is. Like they have all these kind of crazy names, and then it's Paul and yes, Jesse. I was I was Paul and Jessica. Too. Look, yeah. it was like, the '60s, dude. Right. Okay. <laughs> but it's just I don't know. Like, it's just so all funny. these crazy all these crazy names for the houses and like the the titles, like God Emperor, this or that. Yeah, and and then you have uh Paul. <laughs> Paul, Paul and his mom Paul. Jessica. They have Paul and his mom Jessica. <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm trying, I'm trying to look at the other names here, and they're yeah, they're all, I guess I guess what you consider foreign, yeah, um, or just sci-fi sounding. I guess Doctor Yu, the guy who betrayed him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess his first name's Wellington. Is it? <laughs> yeah, Wellington. Hmm. Doctor Wellington Yu. 
<laughs> I did this for my family. They, uh, the Harkonnens have them. <laughs> yeah, how, how did that go for you, piece of shit? Yeah, that guy's like... Bastard. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, dude! Okay, so when when Oscar Isaac had the fake tooth with the poison, uh, that crunching sound was the worst thing I've ever heard. Like uh, the next morning, I was at work and that sound replayed in my head. And I'm like, oh my this tooth, cringing. my tooth, yeah. oh, it hurts. <laughs> Which is another kudos to the yeah the audio in this film, yeah. yeah. And I got and then like just that the fat piece of shit Baron, like just like all up on the ceiling afterwards. <laughs> hey, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I loved it. Man. I think it, yeah, I don't know. It was great. Anyways, Paul. We're talking Paul, about Paul um, now. So, yeah, they, they drop us in right at the beginning with Paul. Um, they introduce us to the the voice, the, the um, magical power that he has right yeah. away. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, the fantasy aspect of this like story of this world is it's, is really interesting yeah, and I love a, I love that they didn't explain anything of it too. Yeah. It's just all up to just kind of interpretation. You know, it's just very like a lot of mysticism. Yep, it's it's the Benedictorit and that's this is their this is what they yeah. do. This is their their magical yep. power. It's like why? I don't know. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's yeah, that, awesome. That's yeah. Why. That that's another gri- kind of a gripping scene with the when he puts his hand in the box so that's like just kind of like, oh what the yeah, fuck's going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> See, I, that, I, that lady is scary. Yeah. <laughs> that was um, I uh, I I've read the first five pages of the book. That's the first five pages of the book. So I get, the book mm-hmm. opens up with that scene. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty pretty intense. But yeah, the voice is a really cool power. Um, I thought I'm, I'm just gonna continuously butcher this. Timothy Chalamet. I don't know how to say it, but. I, um, Chalamet, Chalamet, yeah, but maybe that's what. Maybe maybe not have a weird last name. Maybe don't be French. And, yeah. it, and, and, it, and I'll pronounce your name properly. And spelling Timothy with two E's. Come on, man. you should try that, Tim. Nah, you can be a little more exotic. And it's not even just two E's. There's an there's a accent mark over the first E. Mm. Tim, you should have done that. Your your acting career would have got would have taken off if you would have spelled your name that way. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I, that's all I needed. <laughs> um, but I thought he did a great job in the performance. Um, the relationship between him and uh, uh, what's her name? Rebecca Ferguson as his mom mm-hmm. uh, was really intense. I uh, I got some I got some very like heavy Jesus vibes from him. Like <laughs> like later no I'm serious like later on in the in the um, film when they're in that when they fly into the dust storm or whatever mm-hmm. and like he's doing this crazy Jesus stuff and wheel. he's like letting it go and his mom looks and I'm like oh shit he might actually be the one yeah. like, my son might actually be the messiah <laughs> yeah so i got those vibes there but he did a good job their chemistry was really good and mm-hmm. I, I that's probably i think uh despite you know everything we talk about with it being an epic sci-fi with great visuals and great audio and a cool story i think kind of their mother and son relationship um was really the driving force in the film and their the the chemistry between the actors um really propelled the story forward and actually gave us kind of a, a kind of an emotional investment into the story i think they were the perfect kind of uh, translation between the audience and the film yeah and it's even uh between oscar isaac and timothy too i thought even there like the father-son sort of uh connection was superb just because and again it just it, it made you fall in love with oscar isaac's character like so much because he's just like oh you just do it it's like if you don't want to lead i understand but Try it first, yeah, sort of thing. And just, yeah, he had some great quotes. To oh. keep, they came out swinging yeah. with some sweet quotes yeah. about leadership and leading your house and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And but but that, that was that, that was part of Oscar Isaac's charm that he brought as he really sold that. And yeah, yeah. I, I gosh, I don't know if there was a bad actor in this movie. 
Really, yeah. everybody was on the point. Even yeah. what's what's his name? The weird, creepy dude is in all uh, um, all of his other films. Uh, David Dasmalchian. We've talked about him before. He's in like The Dark Knight, and he plays in Blade Runner twenty four nine and Prisoners. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah, he's he's the weird, creepy guy who's in like all the movies. Plays the polka dot man too. Yeah, he's the polka uh, dot oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah Suicide was, Squad. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm pretty sure like. I don't, was that was that a role in the book? I feel like that role was just like, hey, we have this actor that I like working with. Let's let's put him in the yeah, film. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, even even he was good. I mean, he he got he he got the blunt trauma of the the poison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this was just an awesome movie overall. Do you guys have any gripes with it? Anything you didn't like? I mean, I already said my one gripe, but I think. Just look confused. It would have been, been, I think, they could have done more of a preface on it. uh, Just so that first 30 minutes. They gave you like a couple lines right at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) What do you want, Tim? I mean, just just an overall, uh, this, this, I don't know. I I don't know how they would have done it, but it's probably fine the way it is. It's just, I would, if if you don't want to be confused the first 30 minutes, maybe, maybe watch. A YouTube video on Dune, but be and careful. You don't. Well, I <laughs> no, guess no, no. If you're watching watch, this, you're watch the film first. Yeah, figure it out. Because by the time you get to the end of the movie, you, you, you understand. Have a, you have a right. general idea of what's going on. Then go, go watch back. a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. No, don't stuff. even do that. Just go well, back and rewatch it. It was. I mean, after watching it, or after watching the movie, then watching stuff on what Dune is about and like how apparently much time elapses in this whole series is kind of crazy and uh and just to know the backstory of like what spice is and like that was kind of interesting like because apparently i mean everybody that's on arrakis is like addicted to the spice because it's everywhere it's like in everything so you can't that's just good once you're there once and get a lighter to the mic tim i don't have it with me anyways <laughs> You don't smoke it, I think. You just you just like inhale it. Yeah, but don't we you? can't smoke the spice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. We like that spice. Get your get but, your get your eyes all blue and glowy and shit. So yeah, apparently, you, once you start spice, you can't stop, or it'll, it'll that'll kill you. It's the only like it's the drug. Cool. That, yeah. See, I didn't know that. That's yeah. That's it, it, uh, We're gonna dive deep. Right. Right into that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's the only drug that will kill you if you stop taking it or something. I don't know. My, that's my kind of drug. Yeah. yeah, I can't quit, babe. I'll die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you can go through withdrawals with heroin. <laughs> yeah, is spice a metaphor for heroin? It might. We be. don't know. We'll have to read the books first. It spice is another. It's probably uh, a metaphor it, for it allows. Weed. It allows it's probably a metaphor for weed. This was written in the sixties. Well, it allows space travel, so I'm thinking yeah. it must be some sort of fucking yeah, another yeah crazy thing. Actually, I think spice is a the uh, term for DMT as well. Oh, is I'm not it, sure. Are we the Joe Rogan look, podcast? Yeah. yeah, ask Joe Rogan. <laughs> I would love to hear Joe Rogan's wow, review. Wow, the Dune. Bangles. Yeah, have yeah. the Bangles. Stop. Sorry. We're getting. We're getting. <laughs> it's the Dune review. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was trying. I was trying to think about this before we recorded because I was. I was. I absolutely love this movie, and I. I don't know if there's been a better movie that's come out in the last couple of years. Obviously, through 2020. COVID and all that mm-hmm. shit. We we missed out on a lot of films, but 
even going back to like 2018, man, this is this is one of the coolest movies I've seen. Yeah, well, and obviously I'm biased because it didn't matter what. Well, it, it's this. It's the Star Wars effect. It's Denny Villeneuve. Yeah. Anything he does, I'm gonna love it no matter what. Well, there's definitely a, a kind of a shortage of nerd movies now. You know, it's like uh, you know the Avengers kind of wrapped up. There there isn't that to look forward to anymore. At Star Wars is, I mean. What are, where they go from there anymore, and uh, at least for, with the original story, and uh, Lord of the Rings has already been done, so it's like it's coming this, back. This though. is it's coming back. Not, so like Dune, like being able because it is a lot. I think what I've heard about the book, it is very, it is very confusing, or it gets even more confusing uh, in the in the later books too, is what people were saying, and. Uh, Probably kind of hard to pick and choose what you what you can actually film and make sense out of it and do all that in the series. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, it kind of to your point there too is I, sci-fi is such a and even fa- to an extent fa- sci-fi fantasy the genre is so cool because it it creates these huge massive worlds and environments that are completely foreign with all this magic and the voice and spice and stuff like that 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 is completely foreign it's just really these kind of cool concepts but when you dive deep into for, for a lot like a lot of the classic and really good sci-fi and fantasies it's it, their stories about the human experience so you get these these snapshots and these glimpses of of what it means to be human transported in these foreign worlds and i think it's a really powerful thing and i think it's cool that that a movie like dune which is a you know a very epic you know what sort of high not highbrow but it's like high fantasy high sci-fi kind of it's a science science fictionist of the science fiction (laughs) yeah and it's cool that that's well and it's one of the reaching a a wide audience at least wide enough to be able to get enough money to make a sequel i think it's awesome and it's it's also one of the few like sci-fi settings that's so far into the future too. Yeah. Like most yeah, of the year, like one, one, two, zero, well, one and or something. T- but the, t- but the period of time they use is kind of weird yeah, as well. It's, it's like weird. The, like, but it's, there's very few other, like, st- like star Wars is technically a long time ago, but it's in a different yeah. galaxy. Right. And then you have like star Trek. That's only in the year. Like, was it 4,000 or something like that? It's only a couple thousand years. Not too far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a long time, I guess, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but if you think about it, it's like, it's, that's the same amount of time that it was from like ancient, uh, kind of Greek and st- like, it's even been even longer than that for, since like ancient Greece and stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's just, there's very few like sci-fi stuff that's set so far into the future like this, where you can kind of be you can kind of get kind of crazy with it because yeah. you don't know. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen I, in the year 10,000 and stuff <laughs> like that, right? And the only thing I can think of is like, you guys are going to roll your eyes at me, but like Warhammer set in the year 40,000, Yeah, but, crazy but, too. I mean, but doing that, though, it kind of creates it, it. It almost moves from being science fiction to fantasy almost. Right, yeah. Because there's it's so called many... sci-fi because there's space and there's right, space exactly. travel and stuff. But re- honestly, really, in, 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 a, in an era that's so far out, it, that's virtually fantasy at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I guess is why usually sci-fi and fantasy are kind of classified together. But Right. Yeah. <laughs> there was a... That was one of the critiques somebody came up with. It's like, okay, so they're in the future, space travel and everything, have these weird... These these 
shield things that they can turn on and off whenever that they wear on their hand. Uh, but they're fighting with swords. <laughs> like that metal, was awesome. Metal swords. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think because guns can't penetrate the shields. Right, yeah, because they so. still they use like they got the dark. They use they use artillery and stuff from ships to yeah. blow up shit on like as like yeah. and notice artillery how like, some of the artillery the artillery was like slower too so it's that it could kind of, penetrate. But penetrate and the only reason why it got through though I think is because what the the doctor betrayed them right. so he lowered yeah, the shields and yeah. that's why they were able to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that guy's a prick. <laughs> it's kind of the worst, Doctor. You like. I get it. They have your family, but you should know the like we know as an audience the Harkonnens are evil. Yeah, you should know. You should know. Should have read the book. <laughs> yeah, should have read the book, bud. <laughs> he already killed your family. Yeah. Well, well it was just it was a setup from the beginning. Setup. And I'm I'm yeah. I'm interested in part two and for reading the book to dive deep into whoever the fuck this emperor guy is. Right, it's and really fascinating. That he can set up House Atreides. Like this guy's on my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to fight this guy now too. Him and Harkonnen. It's Palpatine still. <laughs> <laughs> He's somehow still not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we keep bringing in other stuff. Uh, no, but yeah, the I love the and the way they talk about how the emperor is kind of like lost control of the houses too the way he's kind of talked about that but then he's like still he's still got some puppet strings out there by setting up uh atreides and stuff like that i don't it's so yeah there just seems like there's so much to it and which i love which is obviously why we had to do a two-parter for i mean right yeah there's no way just a tiny little sliver on the whole timeline that 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 Frank Herbert's written about in this oh, whole thing. Oh, I mean, there's thing. lots it's, of books. It's just like... Lots of books. Because I, I watched the video on it and, like, doing a timeline just, like... To Hold on, did you more spoil under- anything for yourself? Oh, I don't remember half of it because it was all <laughs> nonsense and just names and words and, like... But it, it gets just absolutely in, insane. Like, so this whatever person takes over and this and that and it's, like... It just gets crazier and crazier. So, I, I don't think... I don't know how many films they're going to make out of it. I mean, well, they'll, de- they'll of, definitely do two. Yeah, as and, of now, but he, I think he's already talking about third one, getting into the second book. But nobody, like nobody that, talks but. about Dune Messiah, the sequel book. So I, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, know. I guess it's, it depends where they go with the story, and because they can, I think they can probably wrap up the book pretty well within the two films. Yeah, I hope so. Anyway, because I, I don't, I don't also think, haven't read the book, so you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming because I don't know if I, I don't know if the next one is. Paul, or if it goes to a different thing, or uh, better be if Paul. It, the way they left that mo- the end of that movie, we better see more Paul. Like I'm, well, that, I'm actually so I'm actually the way they ended this. Like that was, I think, one of the critiques that I've heard on yeah. the internet at least a little bit is like, well, it just kind of ended, and you know, we don't, you know, is is kind of dumb or whatever. I, I don't, yeah, I'm, that that's just the first half of that yeah. that book. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like I am so intrigued to find out Paul's kind of how he in. Um, gets into this new kind of culture and establishes mm-hmm. himself as the leader and I guess the, the Messiah or the chosen one yeah. <laughs> that he was meant to be. Because obviously, because we didn't touch on, but the um, the voice, his like his mom and the Betna Deshret lady were saying, like, males aren't supposed to be able to do this. This yeah. is like a lady-only thing. Mm-hmm. And he has the power. So I'm really, really interested to see how he kind of influences this new culture and kind of becomes... Uh, becomes a leader of the the people, so to the speak. Fremen, yeah. The Fremen, the Fremen, who um, they really make me like the Fremen because I think like uh, I don't want to get too sexist here, but I think Zendaya might be the like most attractive human being on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so that that I guess that makes it's me adorable. feel a little more sympathetic to the Fremen <laughs> for sure. 
um, if they're pretty. Well, she is. So that I mean, yeah, that gives, a lot me, of people, that gives me an attachment to the culture. Yeah, a lot of people are disappointed that she was such a small role in this, but there's a whole yeah. second movie. Yeah, there's yeah, a so second movie. Be, she'll be more. She'll and be I think more of a feature in that. I'm sure they had, like I said, they had they had to make money for this, so they had to yeah. market this film huge in order to get enough money for the second one. So they really had to push push her face. I mean, she's a, especially after being in Spider Man and stuff. She's a pretty mm-hmm. popular popular actress, so they really had to push her. But yeah, I think she'll play an important role. Obviously, uh, she is in all, like all of Paul's visions, mm-hmm. so I think uh, she'll probably play a big part in part two. Yeah, and I'm all for it. Like I, I, I want them to fall in love and have babies and stuff. So <laughs> I'm all for this. Nice. Well, she's gonna betray him. We, we, we don't keeps, know. We keep seeing the visions. I know, man. but his all vision, of his visions have come true. But his well, Uh-oh. his visions are really weird. Yeah, because, they're like, very they, weird. But, but they, they all come, come true. Parts of them come true. Right. Like they're not all. They're not like they all have the same accurate. ending. But they all have the same ending, just different like means to an end. Is Zendaya Judas? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. That, and that's much. another thing I loved about this film. We it's like work. a mix of Mary Magdalene and Judas. Oh, oh man. <laughs> uh, but that, that no that, that um, that's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, we didn't talk about that very much. The I guess not the flashbacks, but the the visions. Mm. Um, those are always cool. I'm I'm all for seeing the future or the past or whatever, and and things being metaphorical, but things yeah. being interpreted s- certain ways. Mm. Uh, we're definitely because. All the visions mainly, I feel like, were predominant for part two. I mean, we saw a few things that that kind of we we saw play out in part one, but it wasn't exactly what he saw in the visions. Yeah. So I'm really like kind of with the Duncan dying. We think. Yeah. It was, <laughs> but we, I think, there's going to be a lot in part two that's like, there's going to be a lot of once we get once we see part two and come back to part one, we're going to see the massive foreshadowing and like oh i i see what happened there like that makes sense so yeah i'm uh, yeah this has me just like so excited for part two like it can't come fast enough but i also want them to make sure to take their time and and get it right that's why i bought the book i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm just gonna read the book yeah i mean that's kind of what i did like i watched season one of game of thrones and i was like i'm into this and then i just read so many of the books then you got burned (laughs) yeah luckily luckily he's dead and the series is done yeah so so you're gonna uh Stop reading once you get to the end of where the movie covered, so you don't yeah, spoil so the rest I'll, of it. So or? I'll read Dune one, and I, I, depending on how it ends. I mean, if if it's like the best book I've ever read, then I'll buy Dune Messiah. Well, I mean, the, I don't this, know. this there's no, no plan. I'm, no, I'm to. talking about this. This movie only covers half of that book. So once you get to the point where, oh no, no, no I'm reading part two. Okay, I'm reading through this whole thing. Okay, that's why I, I wasn't it. sure if you were so into. Going into the movie, cold, no, no, you didn't want. Okay, so that that was that was. I've talked about this kind of before. That was my initial. I love. I, I respect Denny Villeneuve as a, as a, a film yeah. director and as an artist. Respect. And I wanted. Yeah, I respect him. That I wanted. You more I, than respect him. What? You more than respect him. Okay, I'm. You gay worship him. whatever. <laughs> you whatever. worship him. I so I wanted. I didn't want to read this because I wanted to see his interpretation because he's done such a phenomenal job in affecting me emotionally with his films that I wanted to have that experience first. Which he did a great job of, but yeah. I don't want to wait for it. Uh, the story has yeah. me wrapped in. I don't want to wait two years to find out what happened. So I'm, he might I have the book. he might have set you up for failure though in reading that book because like you you we already you like Villanueva's films right? You mm-hmm. like it, the way he tells stories, so that isn't gonna always his interpretation of it is not gonna always 
coincide with your interpretation of it. Yeah. No, and that's true. Because um, you're gonna like his obviously more than you I, like I yours. will like it, but I think I think the story, um, and the the house politics and and the the magic part of it, I think that was compelling enough mm-hmm. uh, for me to enjoy the book. I'm very open minded when it comes to book movie kind of adaptations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm no, not. I'm. I'm a sure. Big, I guess nerd on that, but yeah. No, I'm sure there's a lot of nerds that that saw that movie and like, oh, I can't believe they left out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There, you definitely saw that in some of the movie reviews. Juju, on like Reddit and whatever and stuff. Name or whatever. I don't know what what do you call, but yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of that. But yeah, I'm just gonna start reading. It's it. such That's a good what, movie. This, this episode is gonna be, turn into a. Uh, a, Wait, should we do a book club? A ten and a half hour <laughs> audio book. Should we do a book club now? Sure. On Dune. Yeah. And the week before the departure to Acre- oh, Arrakis, gonna... when all the final scurrying about had reached a nearly unbearable frenzy, an old crone came to visit the mother of the boy Paul. This is the this is literally it, that's it's written like it's the fucking Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a warm night at Castle Caledon, okay, an ancient pile of stone that had served the Atreides family as home for twenty six generations. Bore that cooled sweat feeling it acquired before a change in weather. Nice. Hmm. I'm digging. I'm, I'm reading this all tonight. <laughs> what is it? 800 pages? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, 700. You got it. So, yeah. You guys have any final thoughts on, on Dune? No, no I, it, I can't give it enough praise. It really was a phenomenal I was so movie. so in, uh, So, Vince and Tim went and saw it this week after I'd already seen it. And so, I texted them what their response. I was like, well, what did you guys think of the movie? <laughs> and uh, wh- how'd you put it? Oh, I, I said it was extremely above average. Oh, I thought that was Vince. <laughs> no. That was you? Was, yeah. yeah I, at first, I was like, I, I took it as an insult. I was like, above average. <laughs> I was like, oh, extremely above average. Like, okay, that's, yeah. yep, I get it. I, so I didn't good. really know how else to put it because, it's like, I don't know. It's, I I don't, yeah, it's I, I really don't, I don't really it's don't have. Thing. It's like yeah. such a, it's such an experience of it in of itself. You don't even know how to compare it to anything else. Is it the best yeah. movie you've ever seen? I don't know no. about that. No, no. It's definitely the best movie I've seen this year. I mean, maybe. you guys know how rea- well I don't know. You guys know how reactionary I am. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. might be the greatest film ever made, <laughs> <laughs> hands down. Like not even a competition. Uh, <laughs> not even a competition. I, yeah, no. I mean, nothing comes close. In its, it I guess in that genre of movie, I guess it would be the best movie that I've seen this year. The most entertaining movie I've seen this year has been Suicide Squad, but. I mean, oh, this is this <laughs> is on another level in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, I'm just I'm just ta- I'm not talking about entertaining. Yeah, uh, this was entertaining in that it was mind blowing. Yeah, guess, it was but. it was entertaining, but it was also like high, it was engaging. High art. Yeah, it's engaging. Yes. Right, you you it's requiring you to uh, think about what's happening in the in the movie yeah. as as opposed to Suicide Squad, where it's like. You're just, it's just there to make it's you laugh. Vomit. It's like yeah. word, word vomit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's there to make you laugh. You know, you, you're you obviously going to have some like, I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean but... to compare the two. I was just saying yeah, that just, easy. just as far, it, uh, there's no comparing but the I think, two. But, but I know, saying... Sam, I think you're on something there because I think that's what this movie did such a good job on. It did such, it did such a great job of making people like me who are like pretentious <laughs> and think that I know more about arts and film and yeah. storytelling than anybody else. Yeah. It makes me look at it and go, oh, that's beautiful and wonderful. But then it also, you know, goes to the, the lower common denominator like you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, but, it, but it's entertaining to somebody who's, um, 
not necessarily in it for the uh i guess the the metaphor not even metaphorical but the undertones and kind of just yeah. the um, the pretentious storytelling that I'm a part of. It's right. entertaining for somebody who just wants to go see an action, uh, intense drama sci-fi film. Yeah. No, just to, even if, even if you didn't understand anything that was going on, just you still the, vi- the visual is just enough to make, make you go, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's as far as it. Yeah. How do you make the stallion's ass, dude? What? Meg the stallion. She was on a commercial. So. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know who Meg the Stallion is? No. She made WAP. Ah. 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 <laughs> Some wet that. ass pussy. <laughs> Gonna need a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Only this podcast could turn a Dune movie review into <laughs> what we just had to witness there. We're, we're getting horny over Megan the Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> She's hot. Yeah. I'm not going to let you watch Broncos games anymore. <laughs> serious movie reviews. <laughs> All right. We've said everything that we need to say That's about Dune. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. You got anything go else? Go see it. Make sure you go see it in theaters. Yeah. And then you can watch it again at home or whatever. Name one or better. watch it again in theaters. Name honestly. one better right. movie than Dune. I really like The Dark Knight, man. That's true. Oh, yeah. 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 Two, I really very like. separate film. And if you watch it at home, yeah. don't, you, don't even bother if you don't have a decent sound setup. If you're just watching it, yeah. listening to the everything through your TV speakers, you is, are not you are not going to this, have a good time. This movie is have, worth the ten or fifteen dollar admission. Just pay yes, for the yeah. ticket and go watch it. Right, Tim. Do you have like surround sound system or something? I mean, I have a I have a sound bar and oh, subwoofers, okay, okay. and that's just enough to like. To, yeah, that's to, enough. It's enough it's to yeah. brush the surface, but you want you it, need to you need to feel I kinda, the full experience. Yes. Yeah, depending on what time, like. I get off work on Tuesday. I might go, might, I might go do again. another five dollar movie night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I tried to watch it again this morning, but I was too hungover to stay awake, and it didn't work out very well. But I was enjoying it immensely the second time around until I fell asleep. From <laughs> and speaking of movies, would you guys? Uh, Black Widow, probably one of the worst Avengers films i didn't even bother watching it yeah i watched it this week and i was like, like it's not it, as bad it just, as ant-man right it just but. it's just her just black widow getting thrown around like a rag doll for Jump two hours two hours and, <laughs> and it's just, yeah i i have zero interest in it. i don't, I don't it's, give a shit yeah it's not great I, I did see this like one uh meme i think it was a tiktok it's like when you're when the when the hulk's your roommate and black widow's over and you just hear this like Boosh, boosh. And you're just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so, and it's like a guy, he's like putting on his headphones. <laughs> Thought that was kind of funny. Anywho, Dune Review, yeah. Yep, that's it for the yeah. Dune Review. Thanks for Great. watching. Um, also, happy Halloween. It's Halloween. Yay. I dressed up as Kevin Byard, the greatest defensive player in the league right now. So I'm dressed up as a fucking clown. Peyton so. Manning? No, just Broncos that, fan. That's that's what I said yesterday when I was had all my Husker stuff on. Right? <laughs> it's like sad Husker fan. No, fucking clown. <laughs> and, and shout out to the boy, uh, Will Compton, because like he had that on his uh, his Twitter. It was him? It was oh, like Jacqueline Jacqueline Phoenix's yeah, uh, like, Joker makeup got the end with an on, on his cheek, <laughs> saying they're the best three three, three wins team, seven team yeah. or whatever in the country. All right, that's it, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We love you. Appreciate you. Goodbye. Oh, uh, bye. Bye.
Squeeze. Squeeze. I remembered to end the stream this time. Woo! Woo!